0: Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment, a weekly podcast of the Wingman Nation Men's Ministry, a scripturally driven men's ministry with three goals for every man striving to be better husbands, better fathers, and more Christ like and godly men. Join Wingman Nation co founders Randy Ferreira and Pastor Jay Dennis and an occasional special guest as they discuss issues relevant to a man's needs, struggles, habits, and hurts. And now,
1: Here's Randy and Pastor Jay. Welcome to our Wingman Men's Moment podcast. I'm co-founder Randy Ferreira, along with co-founder Jay Dennis. Hello, Jay. Hey. Today we're focusing on how man can become the effective spiritual leader of his home. We first looked at a spiritual leader being a committed Christian. Then, a word-centered worldview. And today, we are looking at the third characteristics, which is An honorable husband and what that means. Yeah, And so the Bible, you know, Jay, has much to say about husbands. A lot. Well, oftentimes the world and even some Christians focus on, you know, wives being submissive. Yeah. Ooh, that's a bad word. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You must consider the background uh, of that admonition. You know, it was one where the husband, you know, sacrificially and unconditionally loved his wife, seeks to understand her and honor her through his actions and attitudes and words. That's right. You know, most Christian women would gladly submit to a man like that. And that wouldn't be an issue saying the word submit. That's right. Of course, we we see in the Bible, Paul and Peter give insights and commands to the husband. Ephesians 5.25 talks about husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. yeah, That is a uh, very long, uh, there's a very long list of characteristics we can extract from that. That's right. On how Christ loved the church. Exactly. And uh, it's a whole separate topic probably for us to go in. But um, in Colossians 3.19, it also talks about husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. 1 Peter 3, seven talks about husbands in the same way. Be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Mm. Very powerful there. Uh, very powerful. Powerful thought. words. You know, uh, and as a spiritual leader of our home, obviously we have to seek to honor the Lord first and foremost. Right. Then we talked about. In the hierarchy of, of, of our priorities than our wife that's and then right. followed by our children. So yes. the word honorable, you know, that that's a, a word we should take a minute and define. Yeah. It's worthy of respect because of our attitude of kindness, thoughtfulness, right. consideration, love, trustworthiness, character, and a passion of commitment to God's truths. That's right. So as a spiritual leader, you know, we have to further demonstrate honor through our words of affirmation and encouragement That's to right. our to our wives and family and lovingly sharing the truth through our actions of helping, serving and working exactly. together.
2: And it, you know, it's important, Randy, for us to, to communicate that Peter is not saying that wives are weaker than husbands. He's talking about physically weaker here. Uh, he's talking about for the most part the man is stronger physically. But he's not talking about spiritually or mentally uh, for sure. So I think it's it's very important that we we communicate that. Today we want to communicate. The traits of an honorable husband. What is an honorable husband? Well, first of all, an honorable husband places his wife second in order of priorities. The spiritual leader has his wife in the number two spot. In his life. That is the best and most secure place you could ever be, provided God alone has the top yes. spot. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if you believe Jesus' promise in Matthew 6:33, then you know God will give you everything you need to be the husband He's called you to be. So what it's what does Jesus say? Say here, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Only then will your marriage be all God intended for it to be. So uh, God is in the top spot. Wife is number two. Children, number three, as we will see in a later podcast. So make sure that your wife is number two in your life with God being number one.
1: That's uh, that's very good stuff. you know. And uh, the second thing we want to talk about is living a life worthy of honor and respect exactly so many of us guys go hey i'm the husband i want respect Mm -hmm. i deserve respect i am entitled to respect you know and the reality of it is we have to earn that respect we have to be living a life worthy of honor and respect right and through our actions and attitudes and words you know we have to give our wives cause Right. To show honor and respect. Mm -hmm. And that's very important. You know, um, Jabez, the story of Jabez, you know, he was an example of an honorable man. He was. Living a life of honor. And, you know, as he did that, um, he was asking God to expand his blessings in his land. And, you know, God granted that. He did. Because Jabez was an honorable man yes um it says jabez was a more honorable he was more honorable than his brothers his mother had named him jabez saying i gave him birth to him in. i gave birth to him in pain yeah jabez cried out to the god of israel oh that you would bless me and enlarge my territory yeah let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that i will be free from pain And God granted his request. Mm. He acknowledged that Jabez was living an honorable life. Yes. Worthy of honor and respect. So he then granted his prayer. We need to strive to be a Jabez. Exactly. It doesn't just come naturally. We have to work at that, guys, for sure.
2: Number three. Guys, have a weekly date with your wife. An honorable husband plans a weekly date, a time alone with your wife. Let me give you some basic guidelines for such a date. You set the time, day, and place being sensitive to your wife's schedule and feelings. Number two, plan the experience. Treat your wife to a night where she does not have to prepare for dinner or get the kids ready for bed, uh, whatever you enjoy doing. And I think it's important, Randy, for guys to understand, you don't have to spend a lot of money here. You don't have to necessarily go to an expensive restaurant. You may just want to go for a walk. You may want to go to mm. a movie or just go get some ice cream. Uh, the whole idea is just to do something together so that you can have that alone time uh, Uh, specifically each week where the man plans that experience. Secure a babysitter if you have younger children. Make plans for your children to be fed and get ready for bed. Do not bring up or discuss controversial or sensitive matters on your date. (laughs) You need to have a light, fun evening together. This is not the time to bring up the heavy stuff use that opportunity to encourage and listen to your wife. Then repeat a date next week. I'm telling you, make this sacred, guys. And then always ask your wife if there is something she would like to do. Make that weekly date a sacred activity. I know you and and Julie uh, have uh, consistent dates together. How important is that?
1: Uh, I think it's really critically important. And a lot of us, get nervous when we go, oh my gosh, I got to plan something for the week now. I got to put it on my schedule Mm -hmm. and all of that. And we get nervous about that. And like you said earlier, I think to not sweat about it, you know, let, let your wife know, maybe even you pick a certain date each day, each week, and that's your date night. It doesn't have to be as spontaneous, even Mm -hmm. though that is, that gives her time to plan, Make sure she has everything that she feels comfortable she needs to get in place right. before she can comfortably leave the house. Exactly. Especially if you have children. Um, <clears throat> very important. And like you said, you don't have, you know, some people go, Well, I don't have the money to go out to dinner mm-hmm. every week. And, sure. I don't have, and that's true for a lot of us. So um, we don't have to worry about that. As you said, we can do. Right. Interesting things that don't cost a lot of money. Little things. Go for walks, get the ice cream. Yeah. That's fun. We sometimes just take drives. We've we've driven to uh yeah. places where we used to live in the area just to kinda of see what the old neighborhood exactly. looks like. Exactly. And we're getting stop and getting, you know, a snack and drive right. around and eat that and you know, go to our old house and just sort of think about old memories exactly. when the kids were young. Yeah, I remember putting that tree in the front yard and things yeah. of that nature if, if you've lived in certain areas other than that are local to drive. Right. Now, Uh, You can go to the airport and just watch the planes take off, you know, get a snack and go stand up and then you just chat and talk about life and how she's doing and what your dreams are. And so right. there's a lot of things you can do. And, you know, you could even Google things, fun, exactly. goofy things to
2: do, you know. Angie and I love to go to Sonic, especially during happy hour. Oh, yeah. I mean, we enjoy just doing something like that. And it's small, but it gets us out together yeah. and, and just gets yeah. us in, in, a, in a light mood where we're just talking together and being together. That's the idea of a date. Right. It is it, just... Being together and hanging out together Mm -hmm. and enjoying each other. Guys, that investment will pay great dividends, I I assure you. Uh, It's like you are uh, putting deposits in your love bank every time you are going out on a date with your wife. So be sure and make that a priority.
1: Good stuff. The fourth topic we're going to talk about is a little uh, dicey. Yes. Um, so we, we we're just going to dive right in, but it's about being sexually faithful. And boy, many of us can go, "Well, I, I I've never been unfaithful to yeah. my wife," and but but the reality is, we may have. And It involves not only our body, but also our eyes, our mind, it does. our attitudes. Uh, our words and, you know, taking seriously our wedding vows. Mm-hmm. That the only one person with whom we will engage in sexual relations is our wife. Right. Um, Bible talks about it in a lot of different places. But one, one place in Matthew is you have heard that it is said you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery mm. with her in his heart. That's in Matthew 5, 27 wow. and 28. Straight from the mouth of Jesus. Straight from the mouth of Jesus. And so what does that mean exactly? So that means if a woman's walking down the street and she has um, maybe inappropriate clothing on, we are looking and suddenly our mind is straying. Is that adultery? Could be. Right. Very right. well could be. You know? Exactly. Or she walks by and you turn around for a second look. That adultery Yeah. Could be. You can help the second look. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't help the first look. Well, that's true, and a lot of times it's not just the look. It's what what are we thinking when we look? Exactly. Um, we talked about this a couple times in our our study too about it's difficult not to look. Right. So you know maybe from a physical perspective when we're walking, if we can think about a woman's body when when one's coming down the street and just think about eyeballs and earlobes i love that just say that again eyeballs and earlobes eyeballs and earlobes that's the part of the body you should focus on if you're so tempted that you think you have to look you can't refrain from craning your neck take it see, see what kind of earlobes are. what kind of earrings they're wearing what color are their eyes guys that's some of the most spiritual advice you will ever hear good job buddy so, you know, if if we're really focusing on married sex, and I know we as men struggle with this, we, we joke about it at times, you know, but it seems like God wired us differently and he's up there laughing a lot because <laughs> uh, it seems like men want to have sex a lot more than their wives. It seems that way. In most cases. Um, you know, it's like God... I don't know. Like I said, he did that, and he's up there laughing, going, "Okay, figure figure it out." <laughs> but uh, you know, we have to um, we have to just focus on how we're what what has God called us? How has God called us to treat our wives? Right, and that also involves sexually and yes. and whether we uh, whether our wives respond or not. That doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, we have to focus on obedience of how God wants us to treat our wives. That's right. And not look lustfully or commit adultery in any way. And, you know, and when we do that, I think if we do our honorable husbands and we are Mm -hmm. honoring our wives and taking them on dates and treating them in non-sexual manners... Um, making them feel safe and secure, chances are they will respond, right? And and you will have a more fulfilling uh, sexual relationship. Yeah, there are multiple studies that have shown that married sex is the most exciting and greatest sex possible. Exactly. And then you know, Satan of course lies and tells us is the opposite. Um, but we, you know, we always discover these live more than once and, and we'll continue to do that. to That's us. right. But, you know, we have to refuse to flirt with anyone except our wives. Uh, you yes. know, in today's world, that's hard. Yes. Because you're at work mm-hmm. and there's lots of uh, pretty ladies around. You know, he constantly uh, <clears throat> gives off the vibe of... Uh, We need to constantly give up the vibe that we're happily married. That's it. And there's a way you can do that. And we're only interested in one woman. Exactly. The one one we married. You know, there's a study that revealed about 60% of men do cheat at least once in their lives. Mm. And that's staggering. and It's sad. It is. You know, but the godly man, us, we have to choose as a spiritual leader that we're already chosen to be faithful. That's Regardless it. of all the temptations, if we consciously say, and it may be something we have to do every day, wake up and say, "Today I'm going to be a faithful, honoring husband." Yes. Before we get out of bed, Amen. And uh, conscious with a conscious effort, God will help us. You know, God help me
2: <laughs> no, every day. No doubt. And if you are in a situation where you're being tempted to be unfaithful to your wife, you need to go back to God's promise in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that in every temptation, God builds an exit sign. So look for the exit sign. There is a way out of the temptation. Don't put yourself in that place of temptation. Be that honorable man. Don't go there. Never stop flirting with your wife and never start. Start flirting with anyone else other than your wife. Protect your marriage at all costs. We've shared a lot of things about the traits of an honorable man, and we're going to continue our discussion in our next podcast. So we're so glad you joined us today. and We'll look forward to our, our next podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bring that out.
0: Thank you for listening to the Wingman Men's Moment weekly podcast. The Wingman Men's Ministry is based around the Air Force concept of a wingman. It uses the fighter jet theme and parallels the duties of a wingman in the Air Force, his commitment to his pilot and flight team, and how they're related to the men of your church and their commitment to God in their lives, their families, and their Christian brothers. Visit us at wingmannation.com.